Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. You are with Lyle and... Lawson! Lawson, how are you this morning? Oh man, I'm stoked. I'm just so happy. It's cold and rainy outside. It's very grey, very gloomy, but um, I'm happy I think it's like the whole east coast of Australia is like this right now, isn't it? Yeah, and that's kind of awesome. I like it when it rains. It's good. You like it. Do you like it when it rains? No. I love it when it rains at night. Do you care about the rain anymore? Do you have tanks at your place? I do not have tanks. Oh, that's not a thing for you anymore. It's not a thing. It's a bit sad. Okay, well, fair enough. I'm drinking like the normal water full of chemicals now. Ah, it's, it's rainwater is rainwater is just so amazing, and <laughs> yeah, my life is over. Ah, wait, so what are you grateful for then this morning? I have nothing to be grateful for because I don't have rainwater anymore. <laughs> it's my just, life is it's just cold and rainy outside, and there's no, not even cold a benefit and miserable for you, <laughs> and I'm not even happy about it. <laughs> nah, I, okay, so I have this new cool toy. Oh, cool! Yes. Yeah, I, I, I have I have uh, joined the new world order. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've got a, um, I've got a, a CCTV camera on my house. Wow, Lyle. Yes, it's that, very cool. That's some some NSA stuff. Is that like as a security measure? Yeah, it's a security. It's this little security camera, and I can I can dial in it from here, and I can see what's happening in my backyard. I can see what my dog is doing. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So keep an eye on the dog and <laughs> watch him talk to the neighbor dogs when they come wandering down the street and all that kind of thing. So, ah, it's just a cool thing. That's so good. So yes, come and visit the South Wales New World Order happening right there. What are you thankful for? Um, yeah, I it was my birthday last week. Happy birthday, Lawson! <laughs> I uh, I turned twenty two, so I'm officially yeah. a boomer now. Isn't that oh, how, isn't that how it works? I'm a boomer now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've, yep. I've hit the age right. You've hit the age. You're <laughs> definitely a boomer. That's so good. Oh, you're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. What's happening in the world of positively different news? Positively different news. There's a couple of thing, different things happening. I have two um, different kind of topics that I want to talk about in my uh, seven minutes and 30 seconds that I have left. I think I'll start with, you know, I love every time we talk about good news. My, my favorite news is, I've said this before, um, advancements in any kind of like medicine or medical equipment or whatever, and also advancement, advancements in like carbon neutral climate change. Change, um, technology is. Have you seen the Have you seen the specs on the new Hummer EV? No, I have not. Okay, okay. Because okay, I've been following okay. the specs on the new Harley Davidson e bike. All right, let me let me let me. Can I can I can <laughs> I, right, I, right, can right, I you, butt in for a moment? You have about twenty seconds. Let's All go. right, building a Chevy Tahoe chassis, so it's full size truck. Yes, it's like in your F truck class, uh-huh. Ford F truck class, so it's uh-huh. full size truck. Uh huh. Um, three electric motors. Uh huh. Right. Um, factory. Factory, 1,000 horsepower, 11,500 foot-pounds of torque, 0 to 110 in three seconds. For a truck truck that you can load your firewood and your hay in the back of. Mate, you'll be flying down the paddock. <laughs> it's just epic. <laughs> and it has a battery life of 35 minutes. <laughs> That's so good. Um, so, yeah, a couple of cool things are happening, particularly in the world of solar power. Um, some um, a co- a company, uh, sorry, not a, a company, but the University of York in the UK has been revolutionising solar power um, by coming up with a new design, which kind of, instead of 
putting solar panels as a flat sheet, it kind of stacks them on top of each other, which has created a 125% um, increase in light absorption. Um, wait, 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 wait. So the sunlight goes through the solar panel mm-hmm. into the next one, yes. into the next one, yes. into the next Oh, wow. Okay, that's seriously cool. Which is incredibly timely because, and this is awesome for Australia, just two weeks ago, all of South Australia's power for one hour was completely solar. This is the first time this has ever happened in an area this big in the world. Oh, wow. So this is the first time, yeah, uh, an area of that kind of jurisdiction has been powered completely by solar panels. For one hour. For one hour. Of course, this came as a test run to see, okay, you know, get some data, see how this goes, how does it fare up. Um, I believe the numbers was that 60, sorry, um, 77% of that solar power was contributed um, by consumer rooftop panels. Rooftop solar, yep. Um, and then the other 23% from, you know, um, the solar farms out in Taylor Bend and whatnot. So good and this is this is interesting because sorry I butted in. Oh, okay. this is, what you, you look at these solar farms, they do take up a fair chunk of, chunk of space. Mm-hmm. But if you can have if you can stack solar panels on top of solar panels on top of solar panels, mm-hmm. then you can have solar farms. They can start to then become actually you know take up very little space yes. at all. This is the thing is that it becomes efficient at that point. It does. And, and efficiency in, in any type of power, you know, the more efficient you can make it, the more you can pump out with using less stuff. Because um, I have solar panels on top of my house, but nothing, nothing even remotely close enough to actually run the whole house. Mm. Whereas if I could stack the solar panels on top of each other, I could just have like, man, I could be smashing it. You could be winning. Yes. That's the thing. But, okay, so I wanted to... I, night. I shared that um, in line of, yeah, amazing things that, that are happening in the world in terms of, um, you know, uh, global technology because I saw this next um, article about, again, um, you know, zero carbon emissions, you know, carbon neutral power um, that I found so hilarious. So get this, Lyle. Um, you know, one huge industry that contributes massively to carbon emissions in our world is cargo you know freight shipping and and whatnot and um you know it's it's a huge amount of of um carbon that they pump out and so you know people have been looking at this area thinking oh how can we best you know come up with with uh carbon neutral technology that will revolutionize the 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 world shipping you know industry and um guess they get this lyle um they've they've come up with this boat it's called the Ocean Bird, and it's powered by wind. It's a boat. That's, that's revolutionary. Powered Never thought of that before. Wind, Can you believe Lyle. they would actually... This is insane. This, this is, is like, like cutting edge. Cutting edge. edge. <laughs> it blew my mind when I read about it. I was like, are you serious? And they're like, look, it's got these things. They're like wings. But they're like they catch the wind and push it, push you forward, and 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 we have a computer that runs on you know really complex alg- algorithms to position these the, these uh, these these wings in the right position to get as much wind as possible. I'm like, in other words, somebody invented a brain and a sail. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, ex- essentially. Um, they've just created a really, 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 really high-tech sailboat. An efficient, a very, very efficient sailboat. A very, very efficient sailboat that, um, yeah, is running on, you know, lots of different technologies. So it's not using wind generators to drive a propeller. It's actually a sailboat. It's... It's actually a sailboat. Well, we would call this one a sailing ship, I would guess. Yes. Oh, it's massive. It's ginormous. It's not quite as big as, you know, a full-size um, freighter, but it's it's a big boat. Um, and, like, the numbers that they're putting out now is that it can do um, the Atlantic trek where a regular freighter could do it in about eight days. Mm-hmm. This boat can do it in about ten, um, which That's is competitive. for wind power. When you're, not, when you're talking about uh, no, no diesel cost... Or, mm-hmm. or uh, you know, fuel oil or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually very, very competitive. Yep. So at the moment, they're working to obviously improve this technology. As you know, this this you know technology is moving so fast, and I I, I dare say in about a year's time we'll see you know another update of how fast this incredible sailboat is. Who um, knows, Lawson? One day maybe they'll even invent electric trains. <laughs> Oh, no, I don't know. I don't know, Lyle. That's a bit far. That's a bit far. Look, Jesus is coming back soon. I don't know if we'll uh, we'll catch up. Bring yeah. back sail. Bring back sail. I love it. This is. <laughs> I mean, hey, we all love sailing, right? Yeah, of so course. Let's, let's, let's. My my parents are avid sailors, or they used to be. And yes. so, man, that's the way. It's so it good, is. mate. Tipping the rails in the water. Best best uh, best green energy available. Awesome cleanest stuff. cleanest form of transport there is. Mm, unfortunately, oh, I really wanted to talk about something happening in the states at the moment. Maybe next time I'm on the show um, about this tri faith center that has been kind of revolutionising as as a kind of case study um, how faiths interact with one another. But I think we'll uh, we'll leave that for another day and uh, move on with our show. You're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Wow, what's going on around the world right now? Okay, so as I mentioned earlier, gleaning is back. <laughs> yeah, this let's is a go. good thing. This is a good thing. Um, so, if you go to Leviticus chapter nineteen and verse nine and ten, the Bible says, "And when you reap the harvest of your land, you shall not wholly reap the corners of your field, neither shall you gather the gleanings of your harvest. You shall not glean your vineyard, neither shall you gather, gather every grape out of your vineyard. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. I am the Lord." So the theory mm-hmm. was that. When you went out and you harvested, when you're harvesting grain, obviously you're going to drop some. Mm. And uh, the corners of the field were a little bit less economical to harvest mm-hmm. uh, uh, because, you know, you had to swing your scythe a little bit differently or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so God was like, okay, if you drop some grain, leave it where it is, mm-hmm. and don't worry about the corners, just leave them as they are. When you harvest your grapes, go over and pick all of your grapes there's going to be a few there that are not ripe, they're not ready, and there's going to be a few that you miss. Don't touch those. Mm. Leave those for the poor of the land. So what mm. God was doing was providing for the poor of the land, and gleaning was the practice of being able to go through the fields and if you were poor and to grab a bit to eat. Mm. And so we've got a number uh, of uh, famous stories of that, such as uh, the one that is recorded in the book of Ruth. You can read about uh, a practical application of the law of gleaning right there. Mm. There's a bunch of verses. Uh, this, this is repeated in quite a few different places uh, in, the, uh, in, the, in the books of Moses. Well, the interesting thing is that gleaning is back. Okay, It's been coming back for a while. So if you go to the United States, for instance, uh, 30% of their food production goes to waste. of all solid waste is food. Um, 
And so, and, and that's in a country where you've got 37 million people that are food insecure. Yeah, wow. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of food out there that could, you know, feed the place um, over and over and over and over again. So there's these organizations that have been springing up. They're exclusively faith, faith-based. Mm. And basically what they do is they get together a bunch of volunteers, they go out to the farmers, and they collect anything from the farmers that the farmers can't sell mm. and provide it to disadvantaged people. Yes, that's awesome. It is. Now, what is particularly awesome and what is particularly interesting is that with the COVID pandemic, you've got increased need. So uh-huh. they've seen their demands go up by uh, you know either double or triple mm-hmm. since COVID because of people being out of work. You also have a bunch of farmers with crops in the ground that don't have backpackers to harvest the crops. Mm. And so they're like, well, we can give it away or we can let it rot in the field. And so a lot of farmers are like, just take it and feed someone with it, mm. uh, which is pretty tragic for the farmers. And we need to think about you know, ways of supporting the farmers and not just supporting the disadvantaged people because these farmers have you know, thrown their, all of their energy and you know, everything they've got into producing these crops. Mm. But it's good to see that the food is not actually going to waste. Uh, so, yeah, the Society of St. Andrew or SOSA has a gleaning network. They have 23,000 volunteers working for them going out mm. to various farms. That is awesome. Uh, they've collected 13 million pounds of produce. <laughs> Uh, last year, and by September this year, because of COVID, they'd collected 15 million. Wow. And because of crops that were being, you know, left in the ground and mm-hmm. so forth. Uh, so, and, you know, obviously that was just by September. There are gleaners that are working factories as well. Yeah. So this is a little bit like Food Rescue Works here in Australia, uh, which is a more, you know, formal kind of a system. But basically what they're doing is they're gleaning the factories for Food that is past its best buy. Mm-hmm. So you have out of date and you have best buy. Yeah. If, it's, if it's past its best buy, then it's past its prime. But it's still good. It's still edible. <laughs> Man, I know all about the food pantries. I'm poor. I'm a student. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> like, That's awesome. This is, this, is, this, is, this is student lifestyle. This is speaking to right me. Right here. But this is awesome stuff. Like, oh, what an initiative. And I think especially like anything to get waste numbers down is is also fantastic too. You've got a self-sustaining cycle here. It's like the stuff we're not using is going to those who need it. You know, and I've worked on farms in the past and seen the amount of food that goes to waste and that could be used. Mm. And it's just, you know, it's a tragedy to see it go to waste. But uh, Bushes of Blessing started 10 years ago with four people and two cars. Mm -hmm. Uh, They now have 160 volunteers and they've just gone past 2 million uh, pounds of produce collected. That's uh, awesome. Cross Ministries, C-R-O-S, uh, is currently has 24,000 volunteers and they're gleaning 600,000 pounds of food per season. Mm. Then you've got Village Harvest. These guys have uh, 6,000 volunteers and they've collected 3 million pounds of food. And what they do is interesting because they have focused on people's backyards. Mm. So... Rather than focus on farmers, they're focusing on backyards. And what they're finding is, so for instance, you know, I had a plum tree at my last house and within a three-week period, it produced 120 litres of plums. That's so- My wife and I can't eat 120 litres of, of plums in three weeks <laughs> and we didn't have enough space to preserve that many plums and so we were giving plums away left, right and centre. A bunch <laughs> of it went to food rescue 
And so they've recognized that a lot of people have this kind of problem in their backyard. People mm. love to have a fruit tree in their backyard or multiple fruit trees, mm. but you can't keep it all or eat yeah. it all. And so they've created this whole network where they just go through and glean and take all that produce and oh, share it around. so good. Then there is the Abrahamic Interfaith Alliance, mm. um, and they're made up of um, 18 different uh, faith communities, a mosque, a synagogue, and a number of churches. Mm. So they're Abrahamic faith, and but then also a Buddhist temple. Don't know how they're Abrahamic, Ooh. but anyway. Uh, so, but it is nice to see religions working together. Yes, yeah. Interesting discussion to be had there about the ecumenical movement and what Bible prophecy mm. has to say about it. But it's always good to see uh, different faiths working together around the world, mm. particularly in the area of charity as well. That's right. Yeah. This is an area in which we definitely can work together. Yes. Okay. So, uh, other news, real quick. Francis has just appointed thirteen new cardinals. Um, and this is kind of like the Vatican's version of appointing Supreme Court justices. Yeah, wow. It's their way of ensuring that your legacy lives on because if you can appoint enough cardinals, then they will elect a pope because they get to elect the pope mm. who will be like you. Yes, yeah. And so now Francis has created 57% of all of the cardinals that exist, so now he's got a majority he's there. Majority, yep. And he's done that. By breaking the rules because you're not allowed to have more than 120, but he's just like, well, he's the Pope, so he made 128, <laughs> as you do. Uh, so, yeah, so he's got a, a big majority um, of voting cardinals to ensure that the next Pope follows his policies. Mm. And Hillsong has just bought the iconic Melbourne Festival Hall. Oh. Yeah. Beatles used to play there, Ed Sheeran, others, all that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's massive. Now a church. Now there you church. go. You're listening to the Breakfast Joe podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. We have our interview today. We've got Shrissa Tarosian on the phone. Shrissa, are you there? Yes, I am. Good morning. Oh, good morning. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Oh, awesome. Great to talk to you. This is the first time I've seen you since I think we were down at uh, the three ABN studios together for the I think so. Yeah, the hundred year centenary celebration. Awesome stuff. And of course we have some amazing um other digital ministry to talk about today with mm-hmm. the end. Um but yeah, let's just get straight into it. So um you guys have a program coming up, um America and the end. We kind of introed it um, in our last segment, talked about it just just a little bit that we would be having this interview. Um, I just want to start off by talking about, before we get into America and the end, um, I want to just talk about the end digital as a platform and what you guys have been doing there. So what's been the history of that and and the presentations that's been going on there? Mm, good question. Well, uh, earlier this year when COVID hit, we had to rethink how we do sharing of the Bible. And so we decided we'd take it digital and online. And I guess the end.digital series that happened in April and May, uh, that was the fruit of going online. And we did, I think it was a 24-part series with mm. some live Q&A sessions on just everything that the Bible says about the end of time. And so we found that it's incredibly relevant to right now. And we thought, look, since that was such a good um, grabber of people's interest, people very interested in what the Bible has to say about right now, we thought, why don't we use the same platform and continue uh, to share these exciting messages? 
Awesome stuff. I love how you mentioned there, like the word relevance. I think that the Bible, as as you know, and as I know, as Bible believers, the Bible has such a relevant message, particularly in the area of prophecy, as we as we believe mm-hmm. we're coming to the end of time, and and these things that were written about a couple thousand years ago are being fulfilled right before our mm-hmm. eyes. Um, and now you've kind of got an incredibly relevant platform, being streaming services and and social media to to share that. Um, yep. Oh, really, really awesome stuff. Now, of course, this then. Um, this platform, the End Digital, which was used really effectively, um, it's cool for myself being able to hang around the uh, the office and see, you know, the fruit of of that labor and see, you know, just actually personally in the church that I'm a part of, I'm at the uh, the Newcastle University Adventist Church, and we've got people attending our church and who are making decisions for God because of the amazing work that was done um, on the End Digital with that initial program. But now you've branched out into an even more relevant topic: America in Bible <laughs> prophecy. I love the tagline as well, 2020 yeah. Unmasked. Awesome yep. stuff. Um, yeah, tell us about it. So so what is your 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 thoughts behind this um, this nine-part series that's going to be running from October 27th? Uh, look, Lawson, you made an interesting comment. You said it's even more relevant. Mm. And uh, I guess everybody right now, the whole world's watching the United States because we've got a very interesting and very epic election coming up in yes. just a few weeks. And so, uh, you know, it's interesting as we study the Bible that God has said so much about right now. And we thought, hey, this is the best time to be communicating what the Bible has to say. And actually, um, I'm not sure if Lyle's mentioned this on the program, but like on social media right now, this this presentation series, America the, uh, America and the End 2020 Unmasked, it's causing quite a storm of interest. Yes. There are a lot of people saying, hang on a minute, I didn't read the United States in my Bible. I've never mm. seen the USA mentioned. But I think if they will come and actually see what the Bible says in prophecy, they're going to be amazed uh, because it's so, in, so clear, so interesting and so relevant to right now. And on that note, I was just thinking about this as I was uh, preparing to come on this morning. You know, Jesus made an interesting comment in John chapter 16, verse 12. He said, I still have many things to say to you, but Mm. you cannot bear them now. He was speaking to his disciples. But in many ways, the book of Revelation is like the fifth gospel. Jesus had much more that he wanted to share, but the disciples weren't ready to hear it yet. But in Revelation, you know, it's the revelation of Jesus Christ, Revelation 1.1. Jesus shares with uh, his apostle John, who's on the Isle of Patmos, some incredible things in vision. And it relates to the United States as well. And I'm really looking forward. I don't want to give too much away. <laughs> but I'm really looking forward to um, stepping through this series uh, with our co-presenters and with all of our viewers and listeners. Mm. Something that you mentioned there in terms of uh, like it's been creating a storm of interest. I think, you know, there's uh, in psychology this idea of negative bias, that things that cause and create tension are things that we are interested in. And this American election coming up, you know, I think when we looked at 2016, it was like, now that was very contentious. We had Donald Trump coming on the scene. It was like, man, this is a crazy new world. You know, after everything that's happened in the last four years, and especially in 2020, it's become even more contentious, even more interest, but even more people. Um, I think that, you know, there's some level of, of heightened tension there, right? Of, <laughs> of people being really, really on edge. My question is, and obviously you can't give too much away because I can't stress enough how awesome <laughs> these programs are going to be and how everyone should attend because it, it will be really amazing. Um, yeah. But 
how much are you going to to cut into that tension? You know, are we are we going to just be kind of side skirting those issues and just going to the Bible and saying, oh, well, look, you know, the Bible says Jesus is coming back soon and America has something to do with it, are we, or are we going to be diving in deep? We're going deep. Um, yeah, I had someone comment on Facebook last night. And they sent us a message and they said, um, you know, is this going to be about the end of America, the end of the Democrats, or the end of the world as we know it? And I wrote back and I said, well, it's not about the end of the Democrats. <laughs> but uh, look, we're going to go deep into the history of the United States, how the United States came into existence, uh, what forms its constitution, what the Bible says about its constitution, mm. and where it's headed as far as Bible prophecy is concerned. And you know, the interesting thing, Lawson, mm. is that everything that the Bible has said about the United States, it is happening. It is heading wow. right where prophecy predicted it would go. So is there any commentary there on who people should be voting for in the upcoming election? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It's not, it's not about that. <laughs> but... But I think anyone who's interested in what's happening right now, looking at the state of the United States right mm. now, uh, it's it's a very unique time and one that, that we need to know what the Bible says about it. Oh, that's awesome stuff. So um, the platforms that this will be on, we mentioned social media before, but what specifically, where can we find this program? Because I think those who are yeah. listening would be particularly interested as well as myself. Yeah. So our website is theend.digital. You can also put in www.theend.digital and mm. every evening, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for the next three weeks, the session will be there from 7.30. Um, but also there's a YouTube channel, theend.digital YouTube channel, and also our Facebook page, which is simply theend.digital also. Uh, you can find us on any of those platforms. Um, and also, I should mention that after each session, so it's like a 30-minute uh, presentation, and after each pr- presentation, there's a live Q&A panel discussion. So if any of our viewers or listeners have questions on the subjects that they hear presented and they'd like to challenge them or ask for more information, they're welcome to interact with us in that session as well. Live Q&A. Oh, live Q&A. That's so good. I'm, I'm hyped. I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah, get it. So, of course, yes, the com and then the multiple social media platforms. Um, and that'll be starting, so Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's that's tomorrow night. Yeah, it is. <laughs> get in. That's awesome. Of course, we uh, we have a few ads here at Faith FM. We're going to be promoting that all the way up until it starts. Um, so good. Awesome stuff. Sharissa, I also just quickly wanted to talk about, while I have you here, um, it, it's come through, I believe that you are going to be a part of a program on Faith FM as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah, so there's an afternoon program happens on Wednesdays called Looking Up, mm-hmm. and it, it has been between um, two excellent hosts, Peter Watts and Danny Milenkov, and they've been talking about all things related to the times we're in and what the Bible says about the end of the world also. And unfortunately, Peter has is going to be moving. He and his wife are going to Tasmania where he's taking up mm. an appointment down there um, to serve in ministry. Uh, and so they were looking for someone to, to help them there. And so I'm going to be helping, helping. <laughs> and learning a lot as I go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I love that. Again, so this program is going to be particularly focusing on a if anything, a similar topic to what we're going to yeah. be seeing in American Bible prophecy, the idea of what the Bible is talking about 
happening and the things happening in our day, what's happening as we get closer towards the end of time. That's really awesome stuff. So essentially this is kind of like a continuation and if not, you know, a daily taste tester of this um, really kind of uh, high pressure program that we have coming up in the end digital. Yes. Oh, that's so good. So are you hyped for that? Are you, are you excited? I'm like, I just wanted to ask some personal questions now. Like, (laughs) I've been very excited about it. I'm really amazed at the interest that the pe- that people are showing in it, which is also really exciting. But you know what? I ha- I woke up this morning and also had a feeling of nervousness. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a nervous excitement. <laughs> oh, that's awesome stuff. Well, um, we've talked about the end digital. We've talked about America Unmasked. We've talked about looking up. Um, I don't think we have much else to talk about is, uh, other than anything. Did you did you have anything else that you wanted to mention to us, or are we? I think I'm happy with that for now. I just <laughs> encourage people to not uh, let this opportunity pass them by, mm. but really take it with both hands. I don't think you'll regret it. I, I myself, um, when we looked at this series, we had to do some extra research into history, and I think it's the history component, you know, coming says that really adds uh, extra flavor to the series mm. and I, I know that our listeners will find it very interesting um, yeah so, so America and the end tomorrow night 7.30pm at www.theend.digital.com then we have looking up uh, sorry Tuesday night uh, Wednesday <laughs> night yeah Wednesday night correct yeah of course no Tuesday night <laughs> 27th of October. Yeah. That's a Tuesday, I believe. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting misinformation here from the, uh, from the studio. Um, as well as looking up is then will then be starting on Wednesday too. Exciting stuff coming up. Sharissa, thank you so much for talking to us this morning. No problem. Thank you for having me. Awesome stuff. And if you have any questions just personally for Sharissa or about this topic, about these programs, give us a call 1-800-324-843. And uh, yeah, we will be answering them. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.